Oh, this was a bad idea. Oh, boy. What have we done now? Uh... So, um, I got some reports from the peacock thing. People can't- yeah. people can't pause. And oh, if you want to- Sorry, that was getting loud. <laughs> people can't pause. And if you want to watch SmackDown, you'll have to start in 2019. And if you want to watch Raw, you'll have to start in 2008. So, yeah, so that's going to be fucked nowhere. for a while. So we're, we're watching TNA. <laughs> yeah, so we're watching TNA. Going all the way back to exactly where we were before, but now we're like a month ahead. Of we, we skipped a month ahead and Scott Hall got fired. That's pretty much the... Yeah. Probably because he was on that drunken plane ride like the rest of them. Yes, uh, the TNA intro is surprisingly much more dated than the Raw and SmackDown intros. It's like this oldies music, and then it turns into, like, Southern Rock. And then there's an explosion. And then there's, like, a circle of pyro above the, the fucking arena. Yes, uh, oh, yeah, by the way, this is Rassle Boys. Yeah. I felt like you should probably know that if you're coming into this during our filler arc that is... The Great Peacock Paws. Yeah, that's, that's great. Really hot mega Fighter. Yes. We are here June 19th, 2002, with the first weekly NWA TNA pay-per-view. Yeah. From the Von Braun Center in Huntsville, Alabama, also known as the Asylum. So here's the thing I learned about this. They're actually a lot longer than I thought. I thought they were an hour. They weren't. Nope. No, they're two hours. Yeah. And uh, we get we start off with Don West... With a loud green shirt. <laughs> he is so fucking Guy Fieriing this. He's got a mullet and he's got this fucking Hawaiian green shirt. And then he announces a very special guest, Ed Ferrara. Ed Ferrara and his white guy dreads. <laughs> he's got fucking, he's got like tinted sunglasses and white dreads with like little twists in them. Did we not say on an episode of Frassel Boys before how white guy dreads are hideous? They are hideous. I said this later on, but I'm going to use the joke now. He looks like he's part of a POD cover band. <laughs> he really does. God, we should have fucking gotten 8-bit POD for this. Yeah, in hindsight, I should have. But no, Damn. we got Scott Hall's theme. Uh, right, we, well, we talk about the esteemed history of the NWA with all its champions and stuff, and they're kind of cheap-looking belt. No offense. It, you know. it, it does not look great for television. Yeah, it just looks it's, great when it's black and white and wrapped around some burly guy. <laughs> like the fucking uh, Buddy Rogers or something. Or, yeah. Or an Ed Strangler, Strangler Lewis. Uh, they quickly explain the gauntlet for the gold being the main event, which is just a Royal Rumble until it isn't anymore, and the last two with just a wrestling match. So not a horrible concept, honestly. Like, I feel like Lucha Underground has one of the best, like, variants of the Royal Rumble, where it's a Royal Rumble where you can pin someone or submit them. Yeah, that's, I like that. That's cool. Love Aztec Warfare. So, you know, what's a better way to start off TNA than a bunch of old people? Well, not just that, but B44 Jeremy Borash. Oh, yeah, fucking Jeremy Borash. And just trying his best 
to like look relevant and frosting his fucking tips. Just like Michael Cole. <laughs> Just like Michael Cole. <laughs> Holy shit. How is this a thing with in two different companies in the same year? And it's a very similar type of guy doing it. Yeah. Was that just a personality thing of like, oh, I gotta frost my tips, I gotta look cool? Is this their is this their midlife crises? <laughs> yeah. They're not that old. Michael Cole, I assume, was in like his late twenties, early thirties at the time. Y- yeah, I think I think he was in the WWF in the nineties or like ninety five. Yeah. But he's like thirty, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Back in um. Yeah, he was like. 31 by the time he uh by the time 2002 rolled around he's only 52 now Eh. and jeremy borash for comparison jamie jeremy borash is much is like six years younger than him oh i thought i would be a little bit more upset if he was younger or if he was older than him and he's just like please i'm 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 doing my best here i i'm trying so hard (laughs) <laughs> like Cole was born in 1968, Borash was born in 1974. So, so yeah, for context, Jeremy Borash is 28 at this point or 27. Yeah, and it looks very slick. <laughs> looks very slick. So yeah, Harley, so we, we got have... Harley Race, Dory Funk Jr., Jackie Fargo, Bullet Bob Armstrong, Chris Seca Joe, Bill Barons, and some Ricky Steamboat, and also Sarah Lee. But and Sarah Lee, I, they all come goes... out one at a time. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just I just saved you like ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I guess this is just a bunch of NWA people. I know like Steamboat, I think is like the current like he's the kayfabe representative president of NWA, so he's gonna be the one like making the matches. Yeah, he's going to be the referee for the final two and Gauntlet for the gold. Yeah. Uh, at some point, somebody comes out and like uh, it's 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 Don West, Ed Ferrara, and Mike Tenay on commentary. Yes, and Mike, Tine starts talking Mike about T- the Mike TNA, <laughs> Mike TNA, Mike TNA, who is just always he's not the best like announcer. He just he makes me good. think. He makes me think TNA. That's why I yeah, like he him. Makes you think TNA, and also he's just solid at his job. That too. Uh, but he starts talking about like I forget who he was referencing as winning like Wrestling Observer Awards of some sort. Yeah, I just thought it was funny that they brought up Wrestling Observer. <laughs> and fucking Ed Ferrar is just like the the Observer Awards. What's what, the Wrestling Observer? What's Dave a, Meltzer? What, what's a Dave? What's a Dave Meltzer? <laughs> Tell me what a Dave is. <laughs> uh, Jeff Jarrett isn't happy. By the way, Jeff Jarrett's theme is exactly the same. <laughs> It is still my world, but we aren't entirely sure yet if it's had the um, if it's had the the remix to remove the reference to the Rock. He ain't dead. He ain't dirt. Dirt. Uh, he is out here angry because he wants to know who wins a world title in an over the top battle royale. Who's ever won a title in a over the top rope battle royale? Rick Flair. Rick Flair. Now Fico. Didn't he? <laughs> yes, that's the joke. Is that Jeff Jarrett's being stupid? It's like whoever won. It's like, did you win a title? Did you win the underrated title in the Battle Royal? And it's like, you dumb fuck. <laughs> Rick Flair won it in the 1991 Royal Rumble. 
<laughs> Jackie Fargo gets pissed and tells Jeff Jarrett to kiss, kiss my ass. Kiss my ass, Jarrett. Stretch, stretch, stretch. Because <laughs> Jackie Fargo was the one who invented the Fargo strut, which I guess yes. is the thing that's the, fa- on the Fargo the strut. Yes. Jarrett, won- uh, Jarrett gets told he's in the gauntlet for the gold. Entering at number one. Number one. So if if Jeff Jarrett had just stayed in the back and just not shut the, anything, if he just shut his fuck, he probably could have got like number twelve or something. Yeah. Then Ken Ken Shamrock comes out. Shambone. And he agrees that this idea sucks. <laughs> just like, good job, guys. This sucks, Ken Shamrock. <laughs> this sucks. That like just the gauntlet for the gold sucks. Like, well, thanks for putting over the gimmick, guys. We were here thinking, you know, this isn't a bad idea. Over here, like Ken Shamrock telling us how much he hates it. Oh, battle royals fucking win. suck. It's even funnier knowing that he's in the final two. It is. But then, and then Scott Hall comes out. Scott Hall comes out with his fucking those shoes ass knockoff theme. Yes. He's got two toothpicks. One's in behind his ear and the other's in his mouth. Right. I noticed that there was one behind his ear. Like, what is, why is it there? And the fucking commentators are trying to sell this as like a big get for them. It's like, there's that toothpick. <laughs> there it is. It's Scott Hall. He's got the toothpick. <laughs> and I just thought, that's so sad. <laughs> so sad. You got Scott Hall after they completely destroyed the NWO, basically. Yeah, they just shit on the NWO, and now he's here. And he's Scott. He, he's a, he looks out of it. <laughs> he looks out of it. Scott also agrees that the gauntlet for this the gold is fucking sucks. Stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. Why is this how we start the show? I don't know. You, you put two faces to shit to agree with the heel and shit on the fucking match that you're trying to put over. For the show. Yeah. You know so, what you should have started the show with? What? Midgets. Goldilocks is talking to a short blonde haired man of the two short blonde haired man or little peoples in the in the show. And he's like, you know what's the best way to start off a match? Or start off a new pay-per-view. Midgets! Midgets! Yeah! This is uh this is Puppet the Psycho Dwarf. Yeah. I really genuinely don't know what the most like he was pretty like, much trying to he was pretty much trying to hype up his match later and then Jared just starts walking around in the background throwing things like he's looking for mono coins. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't Where know. Where are those damn mono coins? Really feel bad that I'm not I feel like I'm not using the correct term for little people. Well, I don't know entirely what it is. I feel like there's a dwarfism, lot of like dwarf Dwarf, maybe, I guess, yeah. Well, when I think dwarf, I think, like, beards and mining, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you think of Gimli, son of groin. It's Gimli, son of groin. But, uh, yeah, so we are getting the promise of midget wrestling, so, hey. Um, I'm all down. Welcome to a match that is better than it really should be. A six-man yeah. tag. <laughs> we have... On one side, AJ Styles, baby Loki, AJ Styles, baby Loki, and regular Jerry Lynn <laughs> versus the team of the Flying Elvises. <laughs> Three Elvis impersonators that consist of Jorge Estrada, Sonny Siaki, and Jimmy Yang. 
<laughs> Jimmy Yang, the only Elvis in here who is committed to the gimmick. Like I gotta say, Asian Elvis sounds like a like a like an alternative pop band. <laughs> Asian Elvis, yes. It reminds me of this other band called the Japanese House. <laughs> yeah. And or how there's that gimmick, one band that's just called Japan. Their gimmick is fucking stupid, but this match was stupid. this match was fucking great. This is a great match. I feel like they were trying to appeal to like the the fucking down south crowd. It's like, hey, we got Elvises. We know what them southern people want. <laughs> they want they want Elvises and to fuck their sister. <laughs> That's exactly uh, what. Excuse they want. you, excuse you. That was their cousin, and we'll get to that. Fuck their cousin. All right. But, like, yeah, like, Sonny Siaki and Jorge Estrada, who, for the life of me, I can't tell apart, mainly because I've never seen them enough to know which one is which. I know I know, it's Jimmy Yang on the back because it's Jimmy Yang. It's literally, it's Jimmy Yang. And it's just... But I remember like, in fucking ECW, WWE ECW, where he just had the gimmick of, I'm a cowboy and also Asian. I'm a Asian redneck, which and I just, think is just I think, basically I think his all the, and I think all the commentary did was point out, but how can you be a redneck when you're Asian? It's oh, just, that's easy when you grow up in fucking Georgia like Jimmy Yang did. Yes, you, you can be any race and Southern. That's kind of, that's kind of the thing. Okay. okay, he was born in Los Angeles, California. I mean, he might have just grown up there, like in Georgia. Yeah, he grew up in Austell, Georgia. Yeah, um, we were just watching this match because it actually got pretty exciting for a bit. Even though, like, there were three Elvises. <laughs> there were three Elvises when really you could have just had one Elvis. AJ Styles didn't really have his unique way of wrestling yet, so he just was a cruiserweight. <laughs> he was just a cruiserweight at this point. He was still coming off of being in WCW for, like, him and Air Paris. Yeah, him and Air Paris, back when he was Air Styles. <laughs> Um, low-key, I can't really comment on. He was just there. Jerry Lynn was, did great. He was also still kind of developing his style. Jerry Lynn was great. Sonny Siaki was actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah, Sonny Siaki. I don't feel like we have anything to say on Jorge Estrada. No, not really. Jimmy Yang's... He, Jimmy... I knew... I know Jimmy Yang's good, so fuck it. Yeah. Shining fucking wizard. Shining wizard. <laughs> uh, they do bring up that Jimmy Yang was part of the Young Dragons in WCW. That's what I like. And that's something that's kind of cool is with Mike Tanay is he starts bringing in like other company references. I, I don't like know if they way. I don't know if they told like Mike Tanay to cut that shit out later because he is talking about, oh, this guy was that guy in WWF. This guy was in WCW. <laughs> that guy's from like, you know, Noah or whatever. Just he's constantly yeah, bring bringing on. up their histories, <laughs> which is fucking cool. And it makes it feel more like a legitimate promotion in a way because it's sort of it's like, like it, it i think it's my problem with wwe where they kind of pretend the wrestler just didn't exist before they got to the company because it's like acknowledging the competition but it's like yeah but, but like, like you know there's a gap where rvd left and then rvd came back and they just pretend rvd's back after ceasing to exist for five years like I don't watch a lot of professional sports, but I, I imagine that when a pro, like a professional athlete debuts and like is doing really well, they'll they'll bring up the fact that he, like his col his collegiate credentials, right? 
like in the NFL and shit. Yeah. Or like I don't know. Or like not counting their amateur record, but like if you're in the UFC, you also you you come with your WFA record or like your or your Bellator yeah. record a little bit of like the you know, if you're 11-1 in Bellator and you come to UFC, people will point that out. <laughs> that you are 11-1. Like, this guy won 11 matches and only lost one or 11 fights in Bellator. Yeah. It's, like, not, a, it's, not, it's not about, like, oh, we're acknowledging the competition. It's more like, this yeah, guy's this good. got a win record. <laughs> or, like, you know, this guy didn't just suddenly decide he wants to join wrestling when he's 35. Yeah. <laughs> we should probably talk about where he was. Exactly. That way you can build up a good myth about them, you know? Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, that that fucking sells, dude. Especially if they were, like, a world champion in another promotion, and now they're coming to the big leagues like, yes. yeah, this guy was, like, a multi-time Ring of Honor world champion. Yeah, I, I feel like that's really important in getting your guys over for the audience. It, uh, yeah. Compared no to joke. just, like... I don't know how popular Chris Harris gets in TNA, but just pretending he isn't Chris Harris when he got to WWE made him a fucking joke. <laughs> like, let me look up Chris Harris's records before he was in uh, ECW. Let me see if I can find championships and accomplishments from TNA. Because I imagine Let's he's see. at least been a ch multi-time champion. He was a seven-time World Tag Team NWA World Tag Team Championship Champion. Well, yeah. <laughs> Six times with James Storms, one with Elix Skipper, weirdly. Primetime. He and, he and James Storm win the 2002 Gauntlet for the Gold. They win another tag tournament in 2003. It's just... He has a record you can build off of and just be He's like... He's pretty much a Dudley's level talent. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you, you know, like, equivalent to, of just multi-time tag team champion. Tell that when you're fucking showing him on fucking ECW instead of just having him do knock-knock <laughs> jokes. Yeah, and that's why he didn't fucking work out. And then he came to NXT a couple years. Right, though, no, that was uh, James Storm. That was James Storm. And then James Storm went to NXT, and he didn't give a shit either. <laughs> and, they did, and they didn't sell him on shit either. No, they didn't care about him, so he left. They again. had a former TNA like world heavyweight champion on their fucking NXT program. They even made they a theme. They even made a theme song for him, and then he still fucked off because it was just like, uh, what are you guys doing? <laughs> terrible. Uh, Terrible stuff anyway, uh, Jimmy Yang pins AJ Styles for the win. Yeah, which guess, is fair. You know, Jimmy AJ Yang Styles is... is going out on his back because he's a rookie. Yeah, he's a rookie. Jimmy Yang's got more experience on him. Better worker at this point, too. I, I do say. not know how Jimmy Yang fell into the Elvis thing. <laughs> I don't know. I'd love to get like somebody to send us like a shoot interview clip explaining the flying Elvises. But never mind that shit. Stwippers. Stwippers. Oh, my God. Yeah, so there's just TNA cage girls kind of just dancing. And they're just, they're just like, dancing in a cage. They got, like, they're trying to find, like, busty blonde women for it. And they're all I wearing the really tacky old TNA logo before it got redesigned once they're out I, of the NWA. Can I just note that cage dancers seem like, cage dancers seem like the most awkward form of erotic dancing you can imagine. Well, you're in a tight it, it, it's enclosure. forbidden, but it just makes me think I'm gonna see a shark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially when the cage is so fucking like when the cage is so fucking small. It's just like now you're just in a tight enclosure. Do you not understand how dancing works? You need freedom of movement. You know what's another weird thing about this pay per view? It is a pay per view. 
and every yeah. couple of minutes it cuts. Yeah. It, it doesn't cut to anything. There isn't a commercial break. It's like, you know, for an example later on of just like Ken Shamrock's picking a guy up. Black. Ken Shamrock picked a guy up. <laughs> yeah. It's it's not like the fucking cuts the commercial of the Clash of the Champions I watched for So Let Me Tell You About, because that at least was like a televised supercard. Yeah. These are just random cuts to black for no reason. So and- we come back from our commercial to have Frosted Tip Jeremy Borash go, the following contest is a midget match. <laughs> and yes. we both immediately were like, all right, we made the right decision. <laughs> we have made our we have made our right choice as Hollywood and T.O. Because I got off. really excited and kind of amped up last week and I told Mega Fighter the day after we recorded, I want to watch something else. So this is why this episode's coming out a little early. Yeah. I think we'll still do one next week. Yeah. This is a bonus. So, you know, people probably don't like this match, but fuck them. Fuck them. You know, apart from, like, some some misses and a couple of versus Hollywood, I had fun. This is fun. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a perverse glee in watching, but midget wrestling is fun. Well, they fucking go, man. They're doing their best. They're fucking... Yeah. They're beating the shit out of each other. They're doing, like, top rope splashes, and that's, like, twice as high up compared to, like, yeah. if I did a top rope splash. And that probably scared the... body is basically hitting at that Mega point. Fighter, you ever swung on a swing set, and, like, you get really high, and you're like, man, if I jump off, I'm dead. <laughs> Dude, I've taken... I, I remember one time doing, like, frog splashes and, like, fucking crucifix bumps into my pool that shit hurts yeah well <laughs> wwe's imagine, like don't try this at home and it's like shut imagine up imagine being that with your whole body yeah this is just god that would hurt <laughs> like fucking he pushed like i think one of them pushed the other into the corner and start giving pink bellies and you fucking marked out Yes, pink bellies. Then they started well, okay, talking about like how a knife had chop, but I still, I still was like, yeah, pink belly, because he pulled up the shirt to do it. Then, so. because he's a still a free agent, they start talking about how in WCW they wanted Rey Mysterio Jr. to be a midget, <laughs> and he's oh, like, yeah, something he's... like that. It was like in er- like in his early years as a wrestler. And it's like Rey Mysterio's five five. That's he's he's past the legal like. He's not, like he's not minimum. a little person. He's just short. Mick <laughs> was like the world's tallest midget. Then no, you can't have a midget wrestling. The biggest midget in the world. <laughs> and, and that would be the only time you could probably get a heel Rey Mysterio. <laughs> if he sold himself as the world's tallest midget, aka everyone knows this guy's not a midget. Well, Why yeah, we get like lying? a we get like a half ring frog splash from one of the, one of these guys. I want to say it was fucking Hollywood. And then Tio wins with a small boy senton. <laughs> the little man senton, yes. Little man senton. Uh, he also teabagged Hollywood at one point. <laughs> and then when he's celebrating, his music starts playing, and it's just like cacophony and slide whistle. Like, over here, I'm, like, trying to be as respectful as possible. Meanwhile, 2002 was like, nah, they're children, basically. Well, I mean, we were entertained. That was the thing. We were entertained. I've been to a little person wrestling show before. It's fun as shit. Like, I, I saw 
I saw all of them skateboarding, like, on the parking lot. Yeah. And, like, one gave me a thumbs up, and I gave them a thumbs up, and they were all eating pizza, and it was great. Yeah. Like, this is, this is, <laughs> these are two athletes putting on a performance. And then just fucking, they put, like, this horrible slide whistle kazoo nonsense implying that he's a child. Why did I write NWA TNA is for sale? <laughs> um, oh, that is because... They showed the fucking nwatna.com, oh. the domain, and I found it's for sale. <laughs> Come on, AEW, pick that up. <laughs> <laughs> Just have Kenny Omega say he bought it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that would be a great angle to do with the cross promotion. I bought your side assholes. <laughs> and in continuing the horrors that is Ed Ferrara... He comes out with his fucking pink fuzzy jacket on. He 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 switched shirts to like this. I would describe it as like your mother's carpet in the bathroom, but a shirt. <laughs> I wouldn't even say that because we got a pretty nice carpet. That's like because it's like a yeah. fuzzy pink carpet shirt. <laughs> and he just looks really like bad. an he Ed Verara just looks like an accident. <laughs> <laughs> as a person yes and this is a segment where we introduce the women's women's i just um, noticed i didn't fully in, like put down all the names of these women i think i missed there, one there was a lot of ex ecw talent there was also a baby mickey james there was baby mickey james which we were arguing over and i was like oh yeah no that's alexis Lurie. that was like her like indie name yeah she got so, mickey she got turned into mickey james when she uh went to wwe i'm gonna try and fucking pull this back up in the oh and there was daphne yeah and then a bunch of in skinny pink, and then pink. a bunch of skinny women that i don't know <laughs> oh yeah so i'm gonna try and look up as many of these as i can off of the pro wrestling wikis uh listing of these of this uh match match yeah wait that's not that's not why is that that's not the version I wanted. Okay. By the way, some of these women are wearing like platform heels, and you can tell they're having a lot of trouble going down the ramp in those. I don't know. Like Francine was the first to do this. Like, wow, those heels are not good for you. Why are yeah. you wearing those? Okay, so we got Francine from ECW, Electra also from ECW, I believe. Yeah. I don't know. I think these are just all the women Vince didn't hire. Uh,. God, yeah, I mentioned Daphne and Mickey James. Um, there's a girl named Erin who is best known for standing here. Wow, only known for TNA. Wow. Uh, there are t there's Tyler who does not have a Wikipedia or does not have a pro wrestling wiki page. Okay. Jo Joni and Miss Sasha are red links. <laughs> yeah. And Taylor Vaughn, who's best who's best known as BB or Barbara Bush back in the WWF. It's a real who's that of... <laughs> of women's wrestling. Of women's of wrestling, except for, like, Daphne and some other people. Daphne, Mickey, Franzine, and... To be fair, I don't like think Mickey Alexa. made a name for herself yet. <laughs> Mickey, Mickey hadn't made a name for herself. So, yeah, this is, like, Francine talks for a bit, and then Electra's like, you bankrupted ECW. You, in, you individually bankrupted ECW. She said single-handedly that Francine did it. How much did Paul Heyman spend on her shoes? <laughs> I'll just get you more shoes. 
So yeah, there's a cat fight. Someone's top gets ripped off. Like, oh my god! Francine's uh, top gets ripped off. I think Don West is there and had like a jacket on standby, or Mike Tanay, or Borash. One of the two. One of those. One of those guys that wasn't Ed Ferrara. And Fra like her top gets ripped off, and Electra goes out like, "I'm gonna do that to every one of you." And it's like she's gonna strip all of them. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna run out of jackets. <laughs> So, do you know anything about Mortimer Plumtree? <laughs> not a single fucking thing other than... He's got a cricket bat. <laughs> I've got a lot of jokes on Mortimer Plumtree. One is, we have Jim Cornette at home. We have Jim Cornette at home. <laughs> he didn't return our phone calls because he hates Jeff Jarrett So, and Vince Russo. So, we have not, not Jim Cornette here. And he, does, he doesn't hate Jeff Jarrett. He does hate Vince Russo, though. So... Man, nobody understands cricket. You gotta know what a crumpet is to understand cricket. And he's showing off his new talent. The yeah, tag team known as the Johnson. The Johnson. <laughs> Wrestling <laughs> penis men coming down former, to the ring. Former NWA World Tag Team Champions. They stripped him of the titles before this pay-per-view. Yeah. And stuck them in dick costumes. They're dicks now. The Shane Twins, who Baby also James, would go on. Baby James Storm and Psychosis versus two penis men. Yes. <laughs> this is wrestling. Yeah. Uh, there was a sign in the crowd that said ObserverLiveChat.com. I didn't really notice any major signs, by the way. Did you? No. Or were they, they were kind of generic the whole way. There might not be a sign of the week this week. Look, man, we're going to have to adapt for TNA. <laughs> yeah. We haven't got the good signs yet. So, um, yeah, maybe James Storm, who looks like a flasher more than a cowboy. <laughs> he just looks like some guy. He's, like, clean-shaven. He's got, like, the... What do I call it? He's got, like, the... He just has, like, the one, two, three kid hair. Yeah. Where it's just kind of wet. Guns. He's got little cap guns. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah the johnson versus james storm and psychosis yeah this sucks i've uh, pronounced two different ways some shit happens <laughs> uh this was not a bad match by by a wrestling standpoint it's just i just couldn't, couldn't i laughing. couldn't care because there were two penis men in the ring <laughs> There were two penis men in the ring. And people are wondering, are you sure, like, the it wasn't Vince McMahon was head and toes in front of everyone else and more just everyone else's ideas were fucking stupid? Everyone else was head and ass backwards. Yeah. I feel okay. like by maintaining decent competency, that's the only reason the, at like, the Ruthless Aggression era even had more viewers than anything else. It's, well, he killed off the competition. But also, he just kind of stabilized for a while. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we got Mortimer Plumtree on the rings, out in the ringside. They talk up his Harvard graduate uh, status. So he is basically a mix of Jim Cornette and Chris Nowinski. Yeah. I feel like the Johnsons win. So the dick men win. Pe the penis men defeat James Storm in psychosis. There's just dick jokes the whole way through. Of course. Uh, There's a segment I, in the back with the the Dup family, I believe. The Dups, yes. 
It is Bo Dup and Stand Up and Stand their Up, cousin, who is also one of their girlfriends. One of their girlfriends, uh, Fluff Dup. Mega Fighter, do yeah. you know what I just said? <laughs> but the fight, that's why I corrected you and said cousins. No, no, no. Do you know what I just said? About yes. are you sure or like are we sure it was just Vince being like baseline competent? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is well, the reason why is the reason fair. why it was smooth sailing for the next ten years. <laughs> let's be fair, Vince not doing an incest angle is not for a lack of trying. He keeps trying and then they won't let him. <laughs> I remember that with fucking uh, what's his name? Uh. Paul Birchall. Yeah, Paul Birchall when he wasn't Ken a pirate. Shamrock. Ken Shamrock when he wasn't a pirate. <laughs> Ken Shamrock when he when he was a badass. Um, he he also tried to have Shane be the father of Stephanie's baby. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. One of the dups is baby Trevor Murdoch. Baby Trevor Murdoch. By the way, even though they're like in their twenties, I'm gonna call them baby because that's what they are. It's in terms of their experience. Before we know who they are, they're a baby. Yes. Uh, Bill Bray Bill Brahens Barons comes out. They say they don't want any drunk wrestlers in our ring, and I'm like, but Scott Hall's here. Yeah, exactly. I put down (laughs) my notes. Latch in Scott Hall. (laughs) Hey yo. Uh. But yeah, so th- there's these guys are just drinking some beers because I ah, one beer ain't gonna get you drunk. And now it's time we get racist. Uh, oh wait, I'm sorry. That's no. These are this is racing, race men, race racing time. NASCAR. I think it's have Ernie Sadler and like Sterling Ernie Marlin. Sadler and Sterling Marlin, who is somebody's hero. That is a sign in the crowd. Is Sterling Marlin is my hero. <laughs> somebody's hero yeah they're brought out and talk about racing and nascar and woo it's fucking cheapest pops ever for the and south out, and to piss to rile up the crowds in the south out comes a black <laughs> we bring not we we can't call him baby because he was in his 30s by this point ron killings k crush k quick k r-truth <laughs> He looks exactly the same. <laughs> he has not aged a bit. For, no, I've seen the picture of him with the flat top and next to Shoop Tupac Shakur. I've seen him here. I've seen him now. He looks exactly the fucking same. Exactly the same. I don't know how he the does man, it. <laughs> I, you know, the, the saying goes, black don't crack, and I guess that holds true. <laughs> Yes, but he's had enough of that making a left turn shit. <laughs> he basically does do the fucking Jeff Dunham. He does the Jeff Dunham gimmick, but like in 2002. <laughs> Whereas, yeah, it's just you guys just drive around in a circle. I'm a real athlete. I'm a wrestler. <laughs> I just wrote Jeff Dunham's going to make a joke about that later. Hermie yeah. Sadler has enough of that shit. Pretty much says, like, what's a... You say you're a sports athlete, but, you know, you're here looking like that. And it's like, wink, wink. You're dressed like a black man. We are like like inches away from Hermie Sadler just saying, you people. (laughs) You people. (laughs) I swear, is it me? Did they not say something like that? Our kind, your kind, or whatever? Yeah. Uh, Anyway, out comes Brian Lawler. (laughs) 
Here comes Brian Christopher Lawler. So again, as if this couldn't get more <laughs> racially tense. I think he, comes, I think someone almost calls I think someone almost calls R Truth a motherfucker. <laughs> probably Christopher. Yeah. Mofo. I just wrote in all caps racism fight. <laughs> It really just does turn into a fucking races, race war. So, yeah, there. there's a brawl. Fucking Ron Killings will come back later. But never mind that chip. Jeff Jarrett strangling Jackie Fargo. <laughs> like, we talk about this, that the security takes away Ron Killings for... He basically grabbed Hermie Ron, Sadler by Ron the Ron Killings for just accosting Ernie Sadler. Or Hermie Sadler. Her. Ernie. So, so there's, so there's some, so there's some real hmm going on here. <laughs> Big hmm. Yeah, Je Jeff Jarrett is lightly choking out Jared Fargo backstage. No need to get security on this. Anyway, Christian York and Baby Joey Mercury versus the Dups. The Dups. <laughs> Jerry, Joey Mercury, who almost looks the same as he does in in WWE, sans bad nose yes uh toby keith <laughs> we've got a new music video toby keith ladies and gentlemen say, toby keith hold on hold on let's talk about the match because i feel like this was an all right match no like, i just remember them suddenly switching to toby keith i don't know why i <laughs> uh, no, i think it's just they had the match maybe they talk about toby keith for a bit i want to talk about toby keith later <laughs> fine we'll talk about toby keith later because there was like boat boat up who I believe was um was Boda Baby Trevor Murdoch. I think it, I think nice. it is. It might be. Oh wait, no, that was Otto Schwanz. Who? Uh, yeah, that's not a name of a southern man, but fuck it. Schwanz. Uh, Boda does actually a pretty a pretty nice big boot. Frank did about a six on the testometer. <laughs> yeah, yes, the, the testometer. Oh yeah, solid match. Uh, ends with Fluff uh, crotching uh, Joey Matthews on the, like she pulls on the ropes and Joey Matthews gets crotched on the top. Ow, my Joey Mercury's. <laughs> Ow, my M and M's. Uh, <laughs> 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 you know, just a good solid match. For some reason, this was rated a dud on like the pro wrestling database. That usually means it's, it doesn't matter pretty much. Uh, I guess. I like to find. Uh, but yes, now we talk about... I think they just play an entire Toby Keith music video. <laughs> How you like me now? And he's like teleporting around this woman at the bleachers. <laughs> teleporting the whole time. It is the fucking best. Uh, and now, you bought this wrestling pay-per-view. Here's a Toby Keith concert. <laughs> yeah, just Toby Keith is singing courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue, that, like, post-9-11, really aggressive pro-war song. <laughs> Fucking jingoistic nonsense. Until Jeff Jarrett doesn't want any more of Toby Keith. <laughs> Stop singing the song I booked you to sing at my pay-per-view. Motherfucker! <laughs> God, this is so aggressively Southern. Yes. I cannot think of... Is there any segment here that isn't Southern? Maybe T.O. versus Hollywood has, is the only thing that's Maybe. not Southern about this. But yeah, the rest of the show is Gauntlet for the Gold. The Gauntlet for the Gold, starting off with Jeff Jarrett and 
<laughs> Buff Bagwell. Buff Bagwell. <laughs> Fucking flex beanbag himself. So yeah, Buff Bagwell gets thrown out. And then comes Lash LaRue. So notable about this is that they have for like most of the match this constant like the clock is in the corner counting every down time from someone 90. comes out it counts down from ninety unless someone's thrown out and there's one guy left then they'll just cut it and then have they the next got, guy they come just out reset it back to ninety and then bring the next guy out so yeah Buff gets eliminated out comes Lash Larue where Lash Larue gets hit by Jeff Jarrett's uh, version of the breakdown <laughs> get him with the breakdown <laughs> get him with the breakdown. <laughs> Uh, Norman Smiley, he's here. He's trying to fuck. Uh, he does the big wiggle. We notice that there's a large amount of smoke <laughs> starting to drift into the ring. The pyro smoke starting to kick we off. We couldn't a figure lot out more. if it was pyro or just where they were. They allowed smoking indoors or some shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Norman's out, and then out comes Apollo. Apollo, this fucking big dude. I don't, don't know, know anything about, anything about Apollo. <laughs> Apollo, also known as Nuevo Gran Apollo. Uh, he mm. worked for the World Wrestling Council and the IWA in Puerto Rico. Okay. So he's uh, fairly well. He's held the Universal title like three times for, for World Wrestling Council. So um, I sort of start stop listing eliminations here, but I will announce each person as they come out. We got K-Crush... Then we got Slash with James Mitchell. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Slash, the former, uh, I want to say, uh, Wolfie D. I think? Yeah, former Wolfie D of the of, of PG-13, the team PG-13. Then we got Del Rios. Del Rios. We have Scott Steiner at home. <laughs> we have Scott Steiner at home. So Del Rios is great for a lot of reasons. One is the fact that he looks like Scott Steiner, like a Scott Steiner CAW that somebody made in like. Hey guys, I made Scott Steiner on my SmackDown vs. Raw 2006 PSP save. <laughs> uh, he's got Superman trunks on. He's got Superman <laughs> trunks on. And also, and also he's Fantasia. <laughs> and also he's Fantasia. <laughs> Next we have the arrival of Justice! My favorite thing. Baby Abyss. <laughs> Who looks like if you, if like Stevie Richards and Rhino did a fusion dance. <laughs> I'm, I'm Steve No. <laughs> or Rivy. I'm Rivy. <laughs> it depends. I just wrote in all caps, I'm Big Stevie Richards. <laughs> he's Big Stevie Richards. It's so, he's, I think he's even in blue, basically. <laughs> Out uh, comes Conan. He's got a podcast. Uh, he's got a podcast. Also, That's his plug, jeans Conan. were also his jeans were around his like his thighs. <laughs> I want to know. I but think he had I like down... I think he had a belt on, but to wrap the jeans around his thighs so his underwear hung out. <laughs> it's like yeah. <laughs> haven't you asked Travis Scott about this? <laughs> How do you keep your pants up? <laughs> Belts. <laughs> Belt. Belt. I think that's Travis Scott. I think uh, I put down probably. Uh, I I did of the know that Travis K Scott Crush, meal at McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Uh, K Crush, <laughs> I note does want none. Because I think they say like I think one he just comes out like a fucking house of fire, and two I think like they were saying 
He wants to get some. <laughs> I just went and put down our truth wants none. <laughs> uh, so I wrote down that James Mitchell's great. Uh, James Mitchell's great. Joel Gertner. <laughs> Joel Gertner comes out to announce his uh, to announce one half of the Rainbow Express. This is Bruce. Bruce, formerly formerly Kiwi of WCW fame, he is tagging with Lenny because Lodi's somewhere else, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Time for that casual homophobia. It's the gay. <laughs> oh no, gay. Uh. Uh. I think they were like the the West Hollywood Express or something like that. Well, it, Lenny and Lodi were the West Hollywood blondes in WCW. Yeah. <laughs> and then. And now they're the Rainbow Express, but this is Kiwi, who was also a gay gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> this is the kind of shit that wrestling just, you feel, you shake your head and you laugh in shame. Big Stevie Richards gets thrown out. And then out, out comes Rick Steiner. Out comes Malice. No, no, oh, you forgot about wait. Rick Steiner. Oh, yeah, Rick Steiner. Rick Steiner, who goes after Del Rio. <laughs> Fuck you, you're not my brother. <laughs> you're not my brother, Fantasio. Get out of here. And now we get... And now it's Malice. Malice. With James Mitchell. Again. A second Again. James Mitchell. It's the wall, brother. It's the fucking wall. And they wanted to push him to shit. He threw everybody out. <laughs> he was fucking throwing motherfuckers, chokeslamming everybody. <laughs> And then but, out comes Scott Hall. Uh, Scott Hall is in his red and black gear, and honestly, I like that a little bit more. <laughs> we were we were right. <laughs> you know what's weird? He was in good. he was in pretty good shape when I saw him on WWE, but he's got a gut now. <laughs> it's like oh that's fast. It's been a month. <laughs> it's gonna be a month gap. Jesus Christ! <laughs> but he still, I still liked his place. gear. He he hit Jeff Jarrett with a razor's edge. He did hit Jeff Jarrett's angels that his Toby, beard looked Toby good. Keith looking like Toby, a tiny, tiny Undertaker with his Con, fucking Con bandana and denim. Run in to beat up Jeff Jarrett and take him out of the match. Yeah. Didn't, didn't botch the stalling suplex, surprisingly. No, he, he nailed that suplex. So good on him. Good good job, Toby Keith. Uh, then number I 15. don't know why you're uh, here, but you could do a 15. suplex. Wait, who's that? Oh, shit, it's Brain Walker. He's here to knock our brains out. <laughs> Run. Um, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, Chris Harris is next. Baby Chris Harris. Yes. He'll, he'll still be baby, even though in, like, seven years. Out comes the vampire warrior. <laughs> yes, property of White Wolf. Why did I put enters before the bell? I don't know. Did he actually enter before the bell? No, no, he ran. he ran in before the timer finished. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got Crowbar. Cro former Crowbar. Former Crowbar. Devin Storm. Then we have Steve Carino. Steve Carino, fresh off of ECW. <laughs> and Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock here. He's they here like referencing WWF a lot at this point. Yeah. And finally, yeah, they were referencing WWF. I think that's where they brought up the fact that uh, Vampire Warrior was known as Gangrel. Yes. Uh, and then finally, number 20, Brian Christopher. Yeah, our, our lucky number 20, Brian Christopher, and he's why? gone. Why not Why not just have Shamrock be number 20? The final two. Oh, yeah, because they announced him at number 19. Ken Shamrock 
and the wall. And malice. And they had a decent match, actually. <laughs> yeah. They kind of just kind of were throwing each other around a lot. There were suplexes and a lot of punching, and I was okay with it. Ken Shamrock wins after a pretty sick belly-to-belly -belly suplex. And the thing I was very happy about is he got the NWA title on an episode we watched on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's right. We did watch this on St. Patrick's Day. And Ken Shamrock won the belt. Yeah. Is Ireland, baby. <laughs> that is a perfect way. That, that could not have been done any better. Uh, anyway, Ed Ferrer's got a POD cover, man. He needs to go to Toby Keith. Screw Jarrett. Uh, uh, JB's got to go meet up with Michael Cole so for a, for a recording of Get Down. If you get down on me, I'll get down on you. <laughs> if you get down on me, I'll get down on you. JB, Jerry Bourne. <laughs> I'll make you come tonight. Over to his house. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. Over to his house. <laughs> Our Jerry Bourne jokes are going to fucking... <laughs> gonna be fucking out Jared's still talking shit about who the fuck wins a title in a battle royale. Ric Flair, you dumbass. And then Scott Hall starts brawling with him, and we thought, is the show almost over? And then they were just like, we're out of time! <laughs> they you said we're out of time is a joke, and then they literally said we're out of time. Yeah, they were just out of time. <laughs> that's it. Okay, Get the well, fuck out. That's, that's the first uh, NWA TNA pay-per-view. What did you think, Allie? I liked it, but it was bad. I liked it, but it was bad is a pretty good point. It felt like a WCW show <laughs> from why was that, that time. Why was that opening match so good? <laughs> a great opening match with the Cruiserweights. Then some midgets wrestled, and that was fun. Then dicks happened. And then dicks. And, and then, then the dubs. And then the dubs. Dicks and, and then dubs. the wall. <laughs> oh, yeah, and the wall. Dicks, dubs, and the wall. That's how it all went down. We do not have a sign of the week, unfortunately. And we don't have we don't have puppies or pigeons. I don't know what the fuck we're gonna do when Ed Ferrara starts getting horny. Uh, uh, jokes about having a stroke. I don't know. I don't know. Ah, uh, that was Oklahoma. That was not Ed Ferrara. Was it? Well, you get the joke because Oklahoma was played by Ed Ferrara. Uh, we still will keep our other two awards, the MVP and the and the Y segment. And the Y. Which we will figure out. Uh, you said the MVP, Ken Shamrock. Yeah. And I was almost wanting to give it to Jeff Jarrett because he was more present and more entertaining. He cut better promo, but then Ken Shamrock hit the belly to belly on Malice. And I was like, okay, yeah, no. <laughs> give it to him. Underrated. I believe you said Jimmy Yang for this? I, I said Jimmy Yang, yes. I will agree, because, again, commitment he, to the He gimmick. did very good, and he's Elvis. <laughs> he did very good, despite the fact that he's a flying Elvis, and he was committed to the fimmick gimmick. And you know how I feel. You've got to commit, no matter how... All in that gimmick, even, it's, even if it's stupid. <laughs> for our Y segment... <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Ah... Uh, Man, that's a lot of fucking... You want to go with the Hermie Sadler segment? I don't know. Why Toby Keith? <laughs> you know what? I actually a do long... know why Toby Keith. That's the, that's the problem. 
that's the problem is we know why Toby Keith. We know why Hermie said, you know what? Let's go with the, let's go with the Johnsons. <laughs> why the Johnsons? <laughs> why segment? The Johnsons. Uh, the 2000s Lord, I didn't have as, I really didn't pay attention, but honestly, they were throwing it in our faces more of, um, more readily. All of the commentators barring like Mike Tanay. <laughs> also Toby Keith, Hermie Sadler and Sterling Marlin. Yes. These will the be a little shorter because the paper we're not reviewing two episodes. <laughs> we're not reviewing two episodes of a show. We're we're going straight through a two but hour. The, the upside is these might happen more often. You never know. Yeah. It's, it's a trade off. It's, it's all dependent on the schedule. Yeah. Really. I've been fired from my job. <laughs> he's been fired from his job, and weirdly, I'm getting more days. So. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that was our first episode of the TNA, uh, NWA TNA pay-per-view weeks. We got our our TNA retrieval arc, our TNA retrieval arc. (laughs) We are on, we are on planet Jared. (laughs) (laughs) We, (laughs) I was going to say we evacuated planet Stasiak pretty fucking fast. We got out of planet Stasiak pretty quick. Yes. That was the that was the fake planet Jared. Now we're on the actual planet Jared. These <laughs> <laughs> jokes. Yeah, these jokes suck. <laughs> these are terrible. Why do you anyway, keep coming back? <laughs> it's uh, why do you keep going to our website over on uh, rassleboys.wordpress or wordpress.com slash rassleboys whatever rassleboyspod.wordpress.com dot wordpress.com. Why do you follow us on Twitter at Rasselboys, W-R-A-S-S-L-B... L-B? O-Y-S. L-E-B-O... <laughs> at W-R-A-S-S-L-E-B-O-Y-S. Yeah, that. You Why can do you also... listen to us on Spotify? Why listen to us anywhere <laughs> that or podcasts anywhere. are found? Such as iTunes or, or Anchor or... Uh, fucking Chromecast. That's not... I mean, I guess you could watch a podcast on Chromecast. Anyway. That's it. Uh, We're signing out. Yeah, we're signing out. Uh, As we always say on Rassle Boys, How do you like me now? How do you like me now?